to episode 32 of the Winner's Circle Real Estate Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Adam Horth. Very excited about today's episode, joined by guest Josh Cobb from tech company Steps. Steps is a company that works alongside real estate agencies across the country. And uh, Josh brings uh, to this episode today a wealth of knowledge in that online sphere when it comes to real estate. And we're going to have a really solid, uh, meaty conversation, if you will, about online reviews, where you should be putting your effort, where you should be spending your time and how you can leverage those reviews to get great results from them. So an exciting conversation ahead for us. Really hope you get a lot from it. I can see that it is working. I'm just, I'm no, just no, here no. to help. <laughs> well, um, well, Josh, I think we should dive into it because we're laughing off mic at the moment, and uh, I think I, I think it's fair that we tell the audience uh, what where we are and what's happening because. Um Ironically, we opened last episode talking up our new setup. Oh, our last episode, our last conversation, which is a prelude to what we're about to talk about. But uh, we've got this brand new setup. We were saying how much it's like the Joe Rogan experience all the time. And we had, a, what do we speak for, about an hour and a half? I, th- I, th- I think so. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. And, um, and only to find out that none of it recorded. So uh, <laughs> so here we are again. And, uh, and, and uh, today is Wednesday. This podcast is coming out tomorrow. So we've decided Connor's punishment is he has to produce this today. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thanks for having us, Adam. Looking forward to the conversation. Mate, sincerely, thank you for, um, for being here again. And um, I, I, I was looking forward to our chat last week and I'm looking forward to even more again, knowing the ground that we covered and where we can sort of really dig into. So, um, so it's, it's going to be great. But um, let's, let's kick off because um, Josh Cobb, you're our, you're our guest today on the, on the podcast. Some of our listeners will know of you and of your business steps. Uh, some of them won't. So let's, let's start with, um, with maybe, maybe just some background. Let's talk about who is Josh Cobb? What is Steps and uh, and how are you in the real estate sphere? What's been your, your career to date? Ooh, so if we go back to, uh, to 2002, I, I graduated high school in, I grew up in Brisbane and um, I graduated high school in 2002. And uh, following that, I, I was a musician throughout high school. My, my dream was to be a, a muso. Um, I was a drummer in a band. I toured the country playing in uh, different shows around the country. Had a great time. Um, and uh, it turns out you need a bit of talent to be a musician. So it uh, got to a point in that that part of my, my life, I think I was about 21, 22, uh, coming from a conservative family. Uh, it was kind of like, okay, it's time to put our, our feet on the ground. And um, uh, rather than being paid in, in beer at pubs, <laughs> very, very small invoices. Small economies. Small economies. Exactly. Economies, uh, yes. Very tough in the music industry. Um, had a lot of fun, met some amazing people. Um, played with some amazing bands around the country. You had some successes, didn't you? Oh, look, little. I would say little. Not many people. Probably no one would have heard of us, Adam. But we we were fortunate to play with bands like Powderfinger and Spiderbait, and some of these bands that people might remember from the nineties. Absolutely. Um, so it was it was fun. Um, had a great time, uh, but. Yeah, as I said, coming from a conservative family, it was kind of like, okay, what, what are you going to be doing? What's the next phase of your life? And um, I'm, I was living in Melbourne at the time. I moved back to Brisbane and uh, I, I was thinking, my, my brother is a valuer. He still is. Um, and uh, I, I like the idea of real estate, this this being being part of people's lives and 
um, uh, you know, coming from the music industry, I think real estate is very similar in the in the sense that um, it's it's all about people. It's it's about you know a coming together of people and, yes. and um, that was something I thought, well, look, if I can apply some skills from what I've learned in the entertainment industry into real estate, uh, earn a little bit of money doing it, I think that's that's a good combination. So, um, yes, fast forward, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to start my career in property management and learnt very quickly what a rent roll can be worth to a real estate business. Yes. And my my thoughts of maybe getting into sales at one point in my in my life kind of went away. I just loved the idea of property management and what that what that meant to a real estate business. Yes. And in the mid two thousands, Adam, no, very few principals thought of their rent roll like they do now. The in, GFC in terms kind of that, of, that, that uh, asset. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that first principal because she she sounded like a bit of ahead of her time in terms of her, as you say, her perspective on on the value of that rent roll. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Margaret Waterman was uh, is her name, um, and it was a little property management only business uh, in Paddington in Brisbane. Uh, it was it was in fifty six Kennedy Terrace, Paddington, from my memory. It was a it was Margaret's house, yes. and we worked from her land room and uh, they had a rent roll of oh, from memory maybe five six hundred properties and uh, my first day in property management she she taught me what what a, you know what rent what a rent roll is worth to a real estate business why they didn't do uh, they didn't have a sales department mm-hmm. it was all about building that asset mm-hmm. for um, Margaret and her partner and and um, you know passing on you know her, her knowledge to us as as her staff so um, I really uh, I just thought it was incredible what, you know, if, if you work your bum off in real estate, this is what, you know, what you can, what you can have. Yes. So um, that was something that, that I followed and, and property management is something I immersed myself in for many years. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was fortunate enough to join one of the smarter training offices in about 2010. Uh, and that was uh, Mario and Annette at Clark Realty in, or Clark Real Estate in Brisbane. And I know I know there's always changes, but why why move on from Waterman's? Was it just you, you'd done your time there, or yeah, was it was there is there something that happened there that our, our audience can learn from? Or I, I don't th- I think it was just a bit of a change in in location too. My my wife and I moved to the north side of Brisbane, right? Um, so there was a bit of a life um, uh, a change there. Yep. Um, and my wife's a nurse, so she was moving. She's she's at, uh, she was at the Prince Charles Hospital. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was more of a lifestyle thing. Fair more enough. Than Thing. Yes. Um, and uh, something that I was really fortunate, Adam, to have great leaders. And Margaret taught me the value of, of what a rent roll can be worth. Um, and Mario and the team, um, I was really fortunate to be immersed in the sales training side of, of um, the smarter training system. And, and I went to Winning Ways. I went to the convention. So uh, I had uh, just a, a, some great leaders around me. And uh, Mario and the team taught me a, a hell of a lot about sales and how that can be applied to property management. And, mm-hmm. and I still remember Friday mornings, um, uh, you know, coffee in hand, uh, Jordan, Mario, myself, and the other sales team uh, members that we would be role playing. Yes. And that's something that taught me a lot about, you know, presenting and, and I learned a lot from, from, from that experience. Um, and then fast forward, I joined a rent roll brokerage firm that some of your listeners might have heard of uh, called Real Estate Dynamics. Uh, I was their marketing manager um, for, for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And um, Nathan Brett, whom some of your, your teams would have worked with as Most well. Most definitely. Who um, is, a, is a lovely gentleman. Uh, so we, 
yeah, fast forward 2014, I started steps in a hotel room in San Francisco after going to a conference. So let, yeah, let's 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 jump into that story. That's a, that's a good that sitting there in that conference and sort of getting that inspiration. Tell us about that. Long story short, the gentleman presenting uh, has a company in America called Thousand Watt Consulting. Mark, his name is, and he was telling the story about his. Uh, background in music, transitioning to real estate, into consulting, and it just all the things were going off in my mind. I'm thinking, okay, ex-musician, yes. into marketing, into real estate, and uh, and it just it, his story was incredible. And he works with some of the the most amazing real estate brands in uh, in America, and the quality of his work was just outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, he was more of a, a branding guy. Um, so in the branding and marketing space. Um, so after that presentation, I thought, what am I, what am I doing? Why, why, you know, I just, I had this desire to go and help, you know, more businesses. Um, I just, I, I love the idea of marketing and inbound marketing and branding and just applying that creative uh, side of my brain that I, I hadn't really used after leaving the music industry. So I just, as a, as a musician, it always sticks with you or an artist or, or you, you just can't let it go. There's always some element of creativity that you want to apply to business. Yes. And it just, that, that, that was my moment that uh, I thought, well, we, we, I went up to the hotel room and <laughs> we registered a, a, a domain name, a business name, started a trademark application. And, and here we are today, nine years later, we, we're fortunate to work with some, some of the most amazing real estate brands in the country and um, some of which are a part of the Smarter Training Group. And um, yeah, we've got 16 staff and, and uh, we're, having, we're having a great time. We're, we're loving, loving life. Uh, Steps is an interesting name. Steps with two P's. What, what, where, where does that name come from? So there was a book written called Contagious, Why Things Go Viral. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jonah Berger is the author of that book. I think it was just before, it was about 2013. So just before I started Steps. And uh, the Steps is an acronym. Okay. And the acronym or the, the sorry, the letters in, in Steps are the ingredients, the individual ingredients, according to Jonah, mm -hmm. of how things go viral on the internet. Right. And uh, they stand for social currency, Triggers, emotion, public, practical value, and storytelling. So each of those ingredients, they don't need to be uh, – so if you're putting something on social media or emailing something to someone or running some Google ads – as long as you've got one of those ingredients, it's going to stick in someone's mind. Right. And that is ultimately um, what what those ingredients are, are about. So I thought it was a, a really relevant uh, acronym for what we do, uh, which is try and help real estate businesses grow their business using the internet and attracting and people the, to them. And be in the minds of, of possible, you know, of property owners, potential sellers in their area. Absolutely. Going, yeah, like sort of getting getting in that space in the in the consumer's mind. So that's what you aim to do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, for us, it's more um, a, a little bit more about that attraction marketing. So Seth Godin, Permission Marketing, uh, is a book that I'm sure many of your, your listeners have, have, have read. Yes. Um, so uh, this idea of instead of – let me put it this way. Prospecting for me is really uncomfortable. Okay, and as a and that's something that I, I learned to sort of get rid of a little bit when when uh, I got into real estate, and it was uncomfortable because as a as a musician you 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 are there to entertain people. Mm -hmm. People are coming to see you. You're you're attracting them to you, mm -hmm. and prospecting was almost that sort of interruption of 
of people's lives every day was just not it wasn't it was very foreign to me yes again I've, I've learned to sort of escape that after being part of some really amazing sales teams in real estate so this this idea of getting the phone to ring the other way, yes. attraction marketing, uh, inbound marketing, content marketing, all of these strategies and philosophies mm. really ring true to me. Yes. Is instead of interrupting people's lives every day, mm. um, is let's get the phone to ring the other way sometimes. And and that's not to say let's stop prospecting, right? Um, that is that is absolutely not the case. It's just, it's as well as, it's not instead of, if that makes sense. It, it completely does. And I mean, we'll get, uh, I'll, I'll jump into to a different topic for, for a little bit there, but, but on what you're saying, as a lot of our listeners know, Come October this year, we are releasing the the newest version of our management seminar, the Smarter Management Seminar, and it's based upon uh, seven essential elements, and five of those elements live within the management seminar. Yet, one of the one of the elements has long been called um, permanent seller inquiry. Its most recent um, name was actually um, permanent seller inquiry and agency profile. So it, it covering a lot there. However, this this is probably of, of all the manuals that have been updated, this is the one that was really built from the ground up because that uh, attracting of interest into your office, as you say, having the phone or the email come in the other way, mm-hmm. as opposed to the outbound, uh, that's what really has has needed the, the biggest facelift. So for our listeners, two things I want to say about that. Number one is that has had the biggest evolution of anything. So when you come to that management seminar, you're really going to see a whole, a whole different format of the breakdown of that. But ironically, we have named that foundation Attract. Yeah. That is actually the name of, of that element, sorry, not that foundation. And, and you're exactly right. I think if we can teach our salespeople and salespeople listening, if, if you as a salesperson are operating in an office where your prospecting efforts are complemented by modern marketing that is actually getting the phone to ring, it's actually having... So for every five listing opportunities you create for yourself, the agency creates another five for you. Mm. That That is a very, that's a great relationship. That's a, that, There's a lot of synergy in that. And I think that, as you say, that that's important that the agency is doing its half so the salespeople are getting looked after. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I think um, that blend, that combination is really important. The other thing I, I might add to that is the the marketing teams in, in most real estate businesses, mm. they're they're focused not necessarily on the on the on the strategy. It's more tactics, and it's it's you know a checklist of things that they have to get through. Yes, and I think that's a really that's a really big opportunity for a lot of real estate businesses is to let their market and not just let their marketing teams focus on a lot of st- uh, strategy as as well as the tactics. Um, and the difference between the two, right, is instead of just thinking, well, how many posts have I got to put on social media today? Is where's which social channels are my sellers hanging out on? Yes. Um, um, chances are they're probably not on TikTok, but that's a different story in another podcast. Um, but I think the other element to it is, uh, yeah, is getting the marketing team to focus on some of the more strategic thinking mm-hmm. as opposed to just going through the motions every day. The salesperson walks in and says, I need a brochure. I need a flyer for 123 Smith Street. I need a sticker. I need something. Um, and that just that pulls marketing teams away from the stuff that what most of them are really good at, which is the strategy, strategically thinking, well, where can I get the most amount of inquiry or leads yes. for the lowest possible cost? Yep. And that is what 
a marketing team's job should be about in addition to the, the, the other things that you need them to do. Exactly right. The actual execution of the execution of um, like the, the day-to-day, as you said, those things that they get caught up in. Yeah. Have you ever, um, Josh, have you read the book Winners by Alastair Campbell? Have I you ever come across no. that? It's funny that you use that terminology there because – Alastair Campbell, um, it's it's a great book. He he picks a topic. Actually, to be fair, that book is the inspiration behind the format of this podcast because rather than – and I'm sure people listening to this, we're, we're almost, uh, we've almost finished our third year. This is episode 32 of the podcast. Rather than coming in and just saying, uh, you're a great salesperson, tell me your story about selling. What we've tried to do is we've tried to grab a specific topic. And today for you in our episode, which we'll get into, is that about uh, online reviews and testimonials. Yet grab a guess that we can, we can deeply immerse ourselves in one topic. The book uh, Winning by Alastair Campbell does that. It does all these figures that you would be aware of, yet it talks to them about just one particular topic. So the the three examples I always like to give when I'm uh, when I'm uh, encouraging people to read the book. He interviews Floyd Mayweather for an entire chapter and speaks to him about money. So not about boxing, not about fighting, not about poverty and growth. He speaks to him about making money because that man knows how to make a dollar. So he he speaks about that. Um, And I'm going to say the name wrong. Anna Wintour, who's the, the, the movie that they base The Devil Wears Prada off? Um, yes, I, I yeah, <laughs> that's that's not Are her we name. Admitting that we have both watched <laughs> no, The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> well, I have but for the Meryl Streep factor. <laughs> I know who you're referring to, but, but yes. um, he speaks to her about personal branding because she has never in her entire life existed on social media, yet has this incredible brand around her. So he speaks to her about that. He speaks to Lane Beachley um, about building communities. So right, and so it's this really interesting topic. Anyway, the reason sorry that I'm going down a rabbit hole there, but the reason I mentioned in that book is he commences the, the whole preface of the book. He speaks about the three key ingredients that you need to get um, wins in your business, objectives, strategies, tactics. Mm-hmm. And he goes, they, they, and it, it, in that order, you need to know what is the objective? What am I trying to get out of it? And our conversation today is around how do we how do we get the phone to ring uh, in, in the framework of our conversation with regard to using online reviews? So therefore, what are, what are the strategies? What's the bigger question? The deeper questions we have to ask, yeah. and then the tactics. What are the day to day ways we execute that? So it's probably a book A that I think will be up your alley. Sounds great. I've just written it down. Yeah, wonderful. But um, but for our audience, yeah, winners. Um, so and I just on books, let's just mention the two that you've mentioned this morning. So um, what was the one that the steps was in? Uh, so it's called Contagious. It's an orange book. It's an orange cover. You can't miss it. Wonderful. Uh, and it's by Jonah, J-O-N-A-H. Yes. Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So I think I just said two there, but I think that was the only book you mentioned this morning. You, you mentioned the, the other gentleman that you heard speak, uh, his yes. company. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, no, mate. So, for, and so from this, this foundations of creativity that led you into real estate, you've been able to create a business that obviously blends, blends those two areas. And as you say, you've got a real estate clients now across the country. Um, and some of those are, are smarter training clients. So, so Josh, what we'll do here is let's jump into our results for July. Let's have a look at them and then let's tackle the conversation around our online reviews. Sounds great. Right. 
So let's now turn to the results for July across the winner's circle and starting with salesperson of the month in terms of volume in their unconditional sides. Our number three position goes to Richard O'Byrne. Richard, of course, from King and Heath First National in Bansdale, Victoria, led by Chris Martin. Richard took out the number three spot with 22 unconditional sides for the month. Congratulations, Richard. From the same team, we've got Chris Howlett in the number two position on 25 unconditional sides. So also King and Heath First National in Bansdale, Victoria, led by Chris Martin. Congratulations, Chris, on that number two spot. Yet our number one position this month goes to Joshua Schweitzer, Johnson Real Estate at Ipswich, led by myself, Adam Horth. Joshua, congratulations, mate. Also with 25 unconditional sides taking out that number one position. Fantastic. We also want to welcome to the top 20, our number 16 ranking is Taylor Lee Bamberow from Page and Pierce in Townsville, led by, of course, Todd Pierce. Taylor Lee, congratulations. Nine unconditional sides for July put you in that top 20 for the first time. So fantastic to have you here. Welcome. Same with salespeople of the month, but let's turning in terms of dollar production. Number three position again, Richard O'Byrne, King and Heath First National in Bansdale, led by Chris Martin. Richard O'Byrne brought in $123,503 for the month. Congratulations. Our number two spot, Nikki Ellum, Keyline Realty in Nanbour, led by Andrew Hicks. Nikki, congratulations to you, an impressive $127,855. Phenomenal work. Yet our number one spot again goes to Joshua Schweitzer, Johnson Real Estate in Ipswich. Joshua brought in $222,045 for the month of July. Congratulations, mate. But again, there's two people we'd like to welcome to the top 20 in terms of dollars. Firstly, in our number 11 position, Suzanne Maley, Johnson Real Estate winner Manly, led by Gareth Myers. Suzanne, congratulations, bringing in $77,930 for the month. Great stuff. And our number 19 position goes to David Ferrugia of Macquarie Real Estate in Casula, New South Wales, led by Joe Romeo. David brought in $67,325. So great to have you in the top 20. Of course, David uh, has been selling within our, our system for, for many, many years. It's his first time in the top 20 since we've been doing the podcast. So great to have you, mate. Let's turn now to our BDMs in terms of uh, the, the new managements they brought in for the month of July. Our number three position, Emily Smart, Hudson Bond in Doncaster, led by Paul Kunos. Emily was able to bring in 14 new managements for her team for the month of July. Congratulations, Emily. Number two, Monique Inglis, Ironbridge Real Estate in Christchurch, led by Adam Smith. Monique, great to have you here. 21 new managements for you for the month. Always that consistent performance. Well done. However, we have a new number one ranking in our BDMs. We haven't had one for a while, so big congratulations to Leanne Howe. Peter Lee's Real Estate in Launceston, Tasmania, led by Terry Robinson. Leanne brought in 22 new managements for her team for the month of July. Congratulations to you. We'd also like to welcome Brooke Wilson, also from Macquarie Real Estate in Casula, led by Joe Romeo. Brooke, first time in the BDM top 10, well done. Also bringing in 14 managements for the team and that gave you that number five position. Congratulations and great to have you in that BDM top 10. 
And lastly, let's round out the results with our prospectors. Our number three position is actually tied, not only by one, but two, but three members from the same team, which is pretty fantastic. So coming in third for the month was April O'Neill, Mitchell McHugh, and Jake Jenkins, all from Caloundra City Realty in Caloundra, led by Ben Price, all bringing in three listings for their team, or creating three listing opportunities for their team for the month of July, fantastic. And number two position, and it's his first time in the Prospector Top 10, Andrew Obst from First National King and Heath and Bansdale, led by Chris Martin. Andrew, congratulations, four of your leads were listed by your team for the month of July. And now number one position, also her first time in the top 10, Carly Lindley, the new sales associate at Wallamont Nut in Mount Martha, Victoria, led by Fergus Nutt. Carly was able to also source four listing opportunities for her team that they converted into listings for the month of July. So congratulations to Carly in that number one position, her first time in the top 10, and congratulations to everyone who submitted their results on creating yet another fantastic month. So Josh, I guess when, when I asked you to join us for, uh, for this episode, I, I really wanted to have a very meaty conversation with you around uh, reviews uh, for, for various reasons, yet the, the main one being because a lot of people do uh, talk about the importance of reviews, but not many of them talk about it in the voice like you do. And it's a voice that, that really resonates with me. So I want to start broader and then we'll, we'll start narrowing in. But Let's just talk about reviews in general. So a very open question for you is why, why should agents be seeking out reviews from their clients? Well, there's, there's a few statistics to, to kick off if we throw out some stats that I'm sure some of your listeners have heard. So 70% of people who read online reviews trust those online reviews more than they would family and friend Reviews, right? So, and that's that's across the board of products, services, companies, uh, you know, across the board. So, if we think about that for a moment, um, if someone is googling something or looking on a website, uh, it might be a comparison website mm-hmm. um, for hotels or cars or, or whatever it might be, flights, real estate agents. Uh, reviews are a way to um, uh, provide some some real world real world value for that person who is thinking, and it's, I think. It, it reviews in real estate as well, if we sort of um, move forward a little bit on on uh, how they can be interpreted, yes. is they're not necessarily just for the top of the funnel where someone is just beginning to look for real estate agents. They can be even more important at the bottom of the funnel when someone has already interviewed you, they've yes. had you in the lounge room, mm-hmm. and they, they are then going to your website or Google or realestate.com.au, domain, rate my agent, wherever. And uh, they're using that review as a as a reinforcement that they've made the right decision yes. of, of you know, who they're going to select. Um, so I think that's, that's an, another thing to think about is it's not just to win new clients, it's actually to to, to, secure. to get someone over the line when they're, you know, they might have said, look, you know, I'll, I'll have a think about it or uh, I'll, I'll. so, yeah, I think that's really important to, to think about. Yes. But 
overall, reviews are that social currency. It's that proof. Every, I mean, I ask you the question, Have you? can you remember the last company, service, product that you, you purchased? Did you look at reviews? 100%. And, um, yep. I'm thinking know, about it clearly it, in my mind now. And, and so, we, I mean, as Smarter Training, we do it all the time. We're, we're trying to make sure that we're going to the right venues for our clients for those seminars and events. So, we, we seek out reviews from other people who've used them. Yeah. Um, we're building, and we've mentioned to a lot, uh, the Smarter Suite, the new. So we, we've engaged in a, in a, a technology company to, to build that for us. But again, we, we sought out reviews left, right, and center from that. And you, you know what? And it was very interesting, but when I think about them, I think about they made available a lot of video testimonials. Mm, so yes. that was that was interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think the, the more reality that you can give to your reviews, the better, mm-hmm. uh, especially in, in property management. And uh, we uh, we might get into this. No, but, go for it. But in property management, you uh, when someone is on your website or they are thinking of getting a property manager, nine times out of ten, it's not necessarily because of how much rent they're getting or um, the how many inspections were done each year or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's because they've got the shits with their current property manager and yep. and they, they are looking around for An something to give them a reason to move. Yes. And um, it's it's not really like the banks where to leave a bank or, or to change your mortgage from one bank to another or, or something like that. It, it can be quite you know cumbersome and the process is really difficult. Uh, not a lot of people know how easy it is to change from your property manager. If you if you don't have a great experience, moving over here to ABC Real Estate is actually not all that difficult. And it might just be that re- video review from a, a current landlord, a current tenant about the experience that they're having mm-hmm. that is going to get them over the line. Yes. And unlike sales where you've got that really intense relationship for a period of time and then Hopefully, you're going to nurture that relationship until they in think the, you're in the future. Sales is very transactional. Of like course. It, it's that it's you've got 90 to 120 days where you're you are just all over each other's lives, and then seven years later you might do it again. So yep. yes, whereas property management, it's just this ongoing partnership for years and years. Absolutely. So that that social currency, it's one of the the ingredients in in our company name, as I mentioned before. So that social currency that you you can provide is um, it's so important. And if we go back to that stat the majority of people believe online reviews more than they do from their family and friends. That's, that's, that's huge. Um, so we, we, we should be taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. I think um, there's some really basic uh, sales psychology in that, but a, a lot of our listeners will, will have heard, because uh, I, I say this pretty much at every single winning ways, but people make decisions emotionally, but justify with logic. And, and so if we're, if we're looking at that exact scenario that you said of that landlord who's angry, they're upset, the, the, the tenant has just given notice or the hot water system is just, like it's the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. They're emotionally charged. They're on Google. They're looking, what are my alternatives? And yet, so what you're saying is those those reviews, those testimonials, whether they be textual or video, that's giving them that, that logic to say, these people had the problem that I had and this agency solved that problem. So yeah. then that, that, that helps you yeah, open up those doors. I like that. Yeah. And the, the, uh, with video as well, uh, people will spend up to 700%, 700% more time on a page of your website if it has a video on it. And if a textual review, um, you know, people, we call it banner blindness um, in advertising. So people put the TV on mute when it's on the ads. Yes. uh, Or they scroll straight past the Google ads. 
in, in Google to get to the organic results. That's banner blindness. And I think there is a bit of banner blindness going on with reviews right, and textual reviews. Um, so anything you can do to make them stand out mm-hmm. is, is so important. Um, so videos are one way to do that. And they're actually a great way to keep people on your website longer as well and get them exploring, get them immersed in the what your business is all about. So video reviews, um, if there was one thing, um, your property management teams listening to this is ask your uh, as many landlords as you can. Start with maybe two or three. That's yes. all you really need. Yes. And maybe one or two tenants that have been great tenants mm-hmm. and get, get those video reviews onto your website. And if they want to send me an email, I can send them some examples of companies that have done just that. It's, yeah, from a PM perspective, they're really, really useful. Um, let's uh, let's talk about then like getting some video testimonials because um, I do have the benefit of uh, having part of this conversation with you already. You, you gave us some structure around um, how what makes a good video testimony versus what doesn't. And one of the things you said, which was interesting was actually having them come to your office mm-hmm. as opposed to you going to their home. Well, why is that? No, it was more quite the opposite. So, oh, I beg your yeah, pardon. So Sorry. Rather, rather than getting, <laughs> rather than getting them into your office where it's, it's, it's about you yes, uh, and, and the business, you've got the logo of the company in the background, or you've got maybe the phones ringing and is just going just hi, Adam. It's Josh here from, from Johnson real estate. Um, um, look, we, uh, I just wanted to reach out to say, look, we're, we're putting together some video testimonials from some of our most valued clients. Um, it, we found that that's the best way for us to, to get more um, people to know about our business. Yes. Um, I'm just curious if you'd be willing to give us 10 minutes of your time uh, that I can pop around and we can have a quick chat um, on camera. Um, I'd be interviewing you. I'd be asking some questions, so it doesn't need to be scripted. Um, it doesn't. It very informal. Would you mind? Do you have ten minutes that I can pop around with my even on your iPhone? Um, make sure you've got good lighting, good sound, but make sure it's filmed. It's it looks well. People can hear what they're saying. Put some nice background music to it. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. But in their environment, it's their house, their home. Um, I think that's a much, much more, again, anything you can do to ground that review in reality. Yes. Um, we know that some review platforms don't necessarily have a, uh, a way to know if this is a real person leaving the review. Yes. Um, uh, some say that they verify the reviews, but I think video reviews, they're unequivocal. You cannot make them up. It's someone in their home and you're, you're behind the camera you're not on the camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're just interviewing, asking some questions. And I think that's a, that's a really important bit of subtlety as well. It's, it's when, when, you know, I always think about the, um, the, the, the classic sold sign of the sellers in front of the, sorry, the, the photo of the sellers in front of the sold sign, yahooing, carrying on. Those photos are always better without the agent in them. Like they, they just are like they, and, and people are going to respond because when they see the agent in that photo, they think the photo was for the benefit of the agent. Mm. When they see the people in that photo, they go that those people have had a great experience with that agency and they think the agenda is the people, which it is not necessarily agency in there. And we, we do like that as real estate agents. We like our, our face, our name on, on those sort of things. We think that that micro branding that so many individuals try and do is, is imperative, but it gets in the way of the human element, those yeah. clients who've, who've had successes with your, with your agency. Absolutely. It's uh, yeah, less about us, more about them. Um, and I think it, it comes down to the language as well that you know, you're kind of off topic on reviews, but the language that we use on our website instead of we, 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 it's, it's you, 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 you know, you're the reason that we exist. Um, so, um, 
so yeah, I, I think video reviews. Um, that one example outside of real estate that that I often share about how to do video reviews well is DIY blinds. And my wife and I were measuring up some um, windows in our house to put some new window furnishings on. And we looked at all the websites, you know, Blinds Online, all these other ones. Um, DIY Blinds is, is who we went with ultimately because of their video reviews. They had people like us, similar age, some older, some younger, um, in their homes um, showing off the new blinds that they've just put in and, you know, how easy the measuring process was. Um, we, we measured them all ourselves and ordered all the materials and put them up ourselves, how easy that was. And it was like, oh, okay, it's not that difficult because I don't know if anyone listening has ordered blinds. It's a nightmare. Curtain, <laughs> which curtain rods do you want? Which fold do you want? Which, like, it's it's a nightmare <laughs> to decide. It's really overwhelming. Yes. Um, so that was something that um, uh, really helped us through the process of uh, the video reviews, how easy it was, the process, um, and then the experience, the after sale service, all of that. So that's ultimately who we went with. So DIYblinds.com or .com.au, yep. um, their video reviews are peppered throughout the website and uh, or all through social media as well. So if you go to their website, expect Prepare, to see their ads on social media yeah, yeah through <laughs> yeah. that through that retargeting which is um yeah. which is obviously again it's another another thing that you can get into another rabbit hole we could go down but video testimonies give you that opportunity to keep keep yourself coming back uh, with engaging content in front of people absolutely and i just want to i just want to sort of make the make the point that i made before again which is you don't need all the fancy gear you mm. don't need a professional photographer if you go to our website mm-hmm. steps.com.au and have a look at the video reviews on our homepage Yes. They are all shot with an iPhone. Right. And it's we just make sure we've got good lighting. We've got a little lapel microphone so people can hear them. Um, it's on an iPhone. So if I'm traveling, I put it in my pocket. I've got a tripod in my laptop bag. Um, it's the same, it's the same uh, for every video. So you don't need all the gear. You can, you can get it done. Just make sure good lighting, good sound, and keep it short and sweet. Last question I'll ask you about video specifically, and then we'll move on, um, is when do you ask for that for that video testimonial? What point in the transaction are you requesting that? Well, hopefully at the same time everyone listening to this is, which is at that point of, of um, you know, while the, the iron is hot, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've, for us it's when we've launched a new website for a client. It's, um, Adam, we hope you've had a great experience. We've absolutely loved being a part of this project with you. Thanks for making our team feel like part of yours. You know, this is really just the starting line for us. Um, to help us find more clients like you, Google reviews is, is how we do that. Would you mind leaving a quick Google review for us? Click this button and, and away you go. So we have roughly a 70% strike rate on that. And then we, f- we follow them up as well to say, Adam, you, um, I, I know you're probably busy. Uh, you know, would you mind, you know, I asked you, I asked you a week ago, would you mind leaving us a Google review? I can't remember the actual script we use, but it, it's very much a, it's along that line. While the yeah. iron is hot. Yeah. And and for us as salespeople, we can we can think about that for our sellers, that's at point of unconditional. And for our buyers, that's at point of settlement. Yep. They're those key key where you know, we talk about the high point theory where people are they're absolute they're 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 the most elated mm. with, with the result. That's uh that's you know, for us that's when our iron is at its hottest. So yeah. Yeah. and and with with landlords and tenants as well, buyers uh, all parties, uh, even your tradies that you work with, tradies, anyone, and, anyone that can, you can get a review about the experience with you, the, the local football team that you're sponsoring, and also a- the, um, but like the local conveyances, local brokers, the, these other small businesses, and and it, often that is like you give me one, I give you one, but people can see, and that's I think that's vitally important for a real estate agency is to say that. 
okay, this agent is not only doing a great job for their clients, but they are part of our community. Because I know George who runs the local conveyancing and I know Janet, the local broker. So we're seeing this this overlap. So yeah, yeah. it can be, can be vital. Okay, so let, let's talk um, platforms here. So we've got a lot of opportunities, like a lot of places where we can put we can put some reviews. So in no particular order, I'm thinking we've got realestate.com.au, we've got Rate My Agent, we've got Google, we've got Facebook, we've got True Local. Um, there'd be there'd be others as well. So where where should I be putting my energies into into reviews? Where where would I be? Should I be sending my clients? Well, with like most things in in digital marketing, we like to think of it of it through this lens, which is what is going to get us the most amount of exposure for the lowest possible cost mm -hmm. and what is actually going to drive the most uh, business outcomes. So when we say business outcomes, we're not talking about likes and shares and comments. We're talking about leads. We're talking about conversion people, picking up the phone, giving us a call, filling in a form, something that that is a business outcome. Absolutely. Or, or a metric or a KPI um, and there's a lot of, and sorry, just on that, there's a lot of vanity metrics in, in online. Like, oh, yeah. we got this many likes or this many eyeballs. As you say, that, that what yeah. we should be looking at as salespeople, as business owners yeah. is how many times did the phone ring off the back of this? Yeah, absolutely. So there's, um, I'll start with, I'll start with this. So um, right now, uh, if we look at all of the platforms that you mentioned, yes. and, and, and that list is growing exponentially every day, uh, all platforms are, they like to own your reviews. And when I say they wouldn't use this word, I think I've heard Rate My Agent call themselves the custodian of your review, uh, which which is a little bit weird. But um, the all of the reviews like to own that review. And the reason for that is it keeps you coming back for number one. Yes. Um, which means you're going to send more people to their website, which is going to drive more traffic for them, which means you they can charge you more for advertising, which and you See it's where this, I'm going with I'm that? Sorry, it's the hamster wheel. Here. Correct. Yes. So, or that is that is. Let's just call it how it is. Reviews are a, a huge business for. Well, it's rate my agents only business at the, among other things, but um, you know that that is ultimately what it, why they, what you know, and and in real estate. It's the perfect industry because it, we want to differentiate by our experience and our social currency and that proof that someone's had a great experience. So reviews are part of our business. Yes. Um, so, so that's now we've got that out of the way. Which platform, you know, looking at through that lens, what, where where are we going to get the most amount of exposure? Where are land where are vendors, landlords going to see our brand first? And that is Google in okay. our view. Right. And uh, so. Most people go to Google to search for something that then gets them to another website. Mm -hmm. So let's just go back a step. Yes. People go to Google first, then they visit the websites or the web pages in that in either in the ads or in the Google search. Second. So Google is the first destination. In most marketplaces throughout Australia right now, rate my agent and realestate.com.au and local agent finder and some of these other websites. Are the, are the websites ranking the highest in, in a Google search if you were to type in real estate agents Underwood or real estate agents Paddington? Or an individual's name. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay, sometimes yes. for an individual agent's name. So th the reason why that's the case, Adam, mm -hmm. is because most real estate businesses put zero effort or minimal effort into their Google reviews or their own website. Right. With Google, uh, a huge ranking factor is, uh, number one, the amount of reviews that you have on Google 
not on another website. And we can talk about some of the other uh, things that some off, um, websites are doing to suggest that you can and get Google reviews. And we should talk about that. We'll, I'll, we'll I'll come, come back, back to that. Yep. So, um, so a huge ranking factor on Google mm-hmm. is how many reviews you have, your average star rating, and also what you've done to your website to, to optimize it for Google search. Um, and that's called SEO or uh, search engine optimization. So if we think about that for a moment, the, the best way to get your business on the shopping list is to get as many Google reviews as possible mm-hmm. and have the highest star, star rating average yes. on Google. That is going to get you into that little window on Google when someone's typing in the best real estate agents. They're going to see your business first. They're on Google. Uh, so you can potentially intercept that person, bring them into your website, into your business, as opposed to letting them go to realestate.com domain where every agent in the marketplace is. So this is all about intercepting people who might be going to that second website after visiting Google first. Right. And here's another stat that uh, REA just released, actually. More than 35% of their traffic come from a Google search. So more than a third of their traffic to realestate.com comes from a Google search. So it makes sense, right? That Google is the first place people are going to see you potentially. Mm-hmm. Let's intercept them. Let's get them to our website first. And that's a that's a very important statistic, I think, for for real estate agents to understand is that because we use a product like realestate.com all the time, and, and if we're looking up a property or looking up a result, whatever we're doing, of course, we go straight to realestate.com. We either type in the address, we type in it's the inside, search. It's inside baseball stuff, right? 100%. Yeah. But whereas what you're saying there is there is one in three people out there that, that aren't savvy when it comes to that platform and they're, they're beginning their search, as you say, via Google. And so and, and here's a, here's a, I've got a question for you there. So you use the example there, the best real estate agents in Underwood or the best real estate agent in, uh, in Torquay. So you... So, is that how people are searching for real estate agents if they're doing that? that and, and, and how do we know that's how they're doing that sort of searching? Yeah, there's a great tool. It's free. It's called Google Keyword Planner. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you can, you can jump into this tool it's not, as long as you, you, I think you've got to create an account still. And uh, what it will give you, you type in any phrase yes. or, or you just put your website in and Google will know what industry you're in. Yes. And it will actually give you the words that people are searching for in your marketplace and in your industry right? and the search forecast as well. So what they think people are, you know, it obviously fluctuates each year yes. through winter, real estate agents might be a little bit quieter and then it might ramp up in spring. Mm-hmm. So it will give you those forecasts and the historical data on how many people are searching for uh, a certain key phrase or keyword and, and what are they in order of most popular to least popular. So best real estate agents and then put in a, a suburb after that is a huge popular and very profitable key phrase that you certainly want to be ranking for. Yep. Or it might be real estate agents near me. Okay. And then that's a geographical, um, I don't want to get too technical, but uh, yeah, that that is uh, another popular search phrase. Or it might be um, best property managers in and then insert Insert a suburb, suburb area, after that. whatever. So yep. yes, that, that's a great way. Google Keyword Planner is a way to, to, to uh, look into that as Wonderful. to what will, will help you. 
Excellent. That's great. That is great for um, for everyone to know. So wonderful. Um, okay. So we, we're talking there about, um, you know, Google is that gateway. And so obviously um, if we're putting our energies and focus onto Google uh, reviews, Google's going to give them more currency because as you say, they, they own those reviews. Um what, what are some of the hesitations people have around Google reviews? I mean, one that comes to mind straight away is I don't have a Google account. So so let, let's talk about how that's not the barrier that people think that it is. Yeah, so that that's the first one. The second one, which I'll, I'll jump into as well, is the um, uh, the fact that it's about the business. It, you know, the Google profile is the business profile. It's not me, Josh, the real estate agent, mm-hmm. uh, or the property manager or BDM. Uh, and, and the third one actually is because uh, a lot of salespeople tell us this in our workshops and sessions that, um, oh, look, this it's just full of tenants who didn't get their bond back. And right. that's, that's where you should abs- absolutely be ramping up your Google reviews, not yes. holding back. Yes. Uh, but I'll get to that as well. So first one is I don't have a Google account. Uh, or my buyers, vendors, landlords don't have a Google account, therefore they can't leave us a Google review. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not true. Mm-hmm. So most people have a Google account without a Gmail address, um, and. You've only got to look at examples of some of the smarter training group members. I'm, I'm not sure if you want me to mention any names. Please but, go for um, it, so please. Hudson Bond yes. um, do a great job of this. Um, put a huge focus into Google collecting Google reviews, um, uh, and you've got. Uh, the guys up at Caloundra City Realty, over 600 reviews from memory, great star average rating. Um, so you've only got to look at the volume of reviews that many businesses are getting and you can see very quickly that um, that's something to kind of throw out the window as a concern. Lots of people have a Google account yes. and will be happy to leave you a Google review because yes. they're signed in to Google on all their devices. That's so right. it's quite easy for them to do. Whereas you send them to realestate.com or domain, they've got to create a profile, they've got to set it up. Most people are already logged into Google anyway. So even though even though they don't have a Gmail address. Address. So that's that's nothing to be concerned about. Um, the second one, which is um, I'm not getting Google reviews because it's about the business. It's not about me personally. And I know the smarter training group are uh, at a at a uh, in a position to take advantage of of uh, Google reviews mm-hmm. is because you do make it about, you don't necessarily always have the, um, I'm not sure if you no, still no, absolutely. you don't have yeah, the agent's no. name and or so mobile what, number what on the signboard. What you're and, clarifying there is yeah. some agencies do. I mean, it's, it's okay. very much up to the individual, but okay. we, we are always, our promotion is around the sales team and building yes. genuinely a team of real estate agents as opposed to a lead agent with a with a, a team of minions around them. So Understood. it is bringing that that team culture to the table, which is where it's it's very advantageous. So in that case, I think that's a really uh, a, a it's a it's a great position to be in to take advantage of Google reviews when every other agency in the marketplace most likely is making it about the individual agent. Um, so I think. You know, the smarter training group members have, have got a great opportunity there to take advantage of of, of that. Yes. While everyone else is focusing over there, let's focus on Google reviews and and um, dominate that space. Yes, um, that's a great place to be. Um, and the third the third one that I mentioned is, uh, oh, it's just Google reviews are full of tenants who didn't get their bond back and have got a gripe with our PM team. What I'd say to that is the best way to bury one star reviews. Is to is to get a lot of five star ones. Yeah, uh, it's the only way you're going to get rid of them. You can't delete them, and uh, reviews are a spectator sport. So if someone's coming to search for your business, or they're searching for property managers or real estate agents in your suburb, and they see you've got an average star rating of one or two or three, and it's full of tenants, no one's responding to those reviews. 
And that in itself is a way to lose business. Yes. So, absolutely, I, I I wouldn't be not getting Google reviews because of that. I'd be burying them in a sea of, of fantastic ones. Look, I'll share a personal story on that. Uh, when when I opened um, my agency with my partners, uh, Johnson Real Estate Ipswich, we're, we're twelve years in now. But when we when we first opened that, and uh, we started property management straight away with that, um, that was me. Okay. So so uh, Trimmy Andrew Trim, one of my partners ring me. He's like, mate, you've got to do something about your Google reviews where we're 35 reviews in and you've got an average star rating of 1.8 or something. Right. This is just, this is chaos. And I just said, look, we've made the decision to ignore Google reviews. Uh, it's Ipswich. It's different. You know, we're going to get smashed by tenants. It's just, you know, the way it is, we'll put our energies into other things. Mm. And, um, he left me with that and hearing myself sort of verbalize and vocalize that, I was just like, that actually doesn't sound like a good strategy. Like now that I've said that out loud, so maybe I should address that. And we just set ourselves some very modest targets. So um, the first thing we wanted to do was get our... Um, I can remember get our reviews up to fifty, and let's let's get our star rating up, and then and then from fifty, uh, I think we ended up at sixty. I think by a target, and then it was like right, let's double over the next year, let's double, let's get to one twenty, and then so on and so forth. Um, just this week, the week of recording this podcast, we have gone through six hundred Google reviews. Wow. wow, as an office, um, four point eight, I believe, is our average star rating. But wow, the biggest the biggest thing I can tell anyone listening about that is. Josh is right in what he's saying. That generates listing opportunities for us every week. We, we can point to, I would say on average, half a dozen at a minimum, more likely 10 or 12 co-days a month. How did you hear about us or how did you find us? Google. Yeah. And so that that is, and it's something that we've decided to put all of our efforts and energy when collecting reviews into that one space mm. and the whole team has seen the benefit of that. Yeah. And I think uh, going to back to your point that you made before is, is so um, spot on, which is Google owns Google reviews. Mm. They're going to prioritize reviews on their platform over and above everything else. Yes. So, uh, you know, if you're getting reviews on other platforms, that's, that's great. Um, but Google reviews, they're going to prioritize well, the majority of people going to Google first, websites on Google second. Yeah. Um, they're going to see your Google reviews before anything else. So, yeah, it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense to be there. So, let's talk about the other platforms in, in two capacities. So, the two questions I've got for you, and I'll let you answer them um, however you want, is first and foremost, um, Rate My Agent are now proclaiming that by leaving a review on Rate My Agent, it will also leave a Google review for you. So, I'd like you to dig into that for us. Sure. But the second thing is 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 I want to, I want to ask the question – you know, is it advantageous to get reviews on multiple platforms? Like what is there harm in that? Is there benefit in that? What, what should I be, what should I be doing there? Yeah. So for, first question around uh, rate my agent. Um, and, and let me be really clear. We, we have no commercial relationship with any third party or any platform. So um, anything we're talking about here is completely unbiased. <laughs> right. So uh, rate my agent have a couple of our clients have emailed us over the years and said, they've got this new feature. Um, and our clients are naturally uh, tuned into Google reviews, people that have read our blog or 
people we've built websites for, um, people that have been to our training, they, they get it. The Google reviews is a big focus for them. Yes. So every now and then they, they I get an email from a client somewhere around the country and they've said REA or RMA or domain or someone's just released this new product. What do you think? Should we get onto it? It looks really exciting. One of those about four or five years ago was Rate My Agent said, if you upgrade to this paid subscription, you can get your reviews from Rate My Agent onto Google, onto your Google business, uh, into Google reviews. So what? there's a little bit of a white lie there. It, it is going to push your Rate My Agent review to your Google business profile, but as a post. Yes. It's not published as a Google review. And there's a big difference. So Google posts essentially show up on your profile. Mm-hmm. Um, they do expire after a period of time. Yep. Um, and there'd be people listening to this right now that didn't even know you could get a Google post, I would imagine. Right, right. Yeah. So it's, it's much like uh, it's – and if you can visualize this for me, um, we're, we're audio only here, but uh, you, if you type in your business name, your business profile comes up on the right-hand side of Google. Mm-hmm. The first thing you see is some images. The second thing is the star rating of your Google reviews, your contact information – and then way, 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 way down, you uh, might see some Google posts or the ability to create one. Yes. So that's where that, those posts sit is right down the bottom of your Google business profile. They're way down the bottom. They don't contribute to any Google ranking improvements. They don't help with SEO or search engine optimization. Um, they are fe- effectively uh, another way of someone's typing in your company name that they might see some of the other things that you're up to as a business. So that's where those rate my agent reviews are going. They uh, they don't help with your Google ranking, star rating, average star rating. And so or I anything. want to clarify that if I get yeah. 20 reviews on rate my agent and I get 20 posts on my Google review from rate my agent, yes. I do not get 20 extra Google reviews. Though. Correct. Right. right. Yeah. So and that's I think right. Very important to, to clarify that. Yes. Uh, because you're right. We do hear people say that all the time. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a little and and look, you know, I hope I have some friends after after saying this. Um, I've been in real estate most of my working life. Um, I think we're we're very easily sold to mm. in real estate. And rate my agent, realestate.com, domain, all the other. Let's let's just throw out all the other prop tech. Um, we can be easily sold to when there's a new feature, a new product, a new service, a new social media platform that comes along. Mm-hmm. Um, all the smarter training group. Uh, members, I'm sure, will evaluate that and just go, okay, how's this going to help our business? Um, some businesses tend to jump into things a little bit too quick yeah. um, without sort of – but they're busy listing and selling, Adam. They're not, you know, nerds like us who are <laughs> who are reading about this stuff and learning about this stuff every day. So I totally get it. Um, but it's really important to think about, okay, um, if I'm going to pay for this thing and they're telling me what it's going to do, just be curious and and ask the question. Maybe give yourself a call or um, I'm happy to take an email. Could, uh, yeah. If someone's, uh, you know, uh, curious about something. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really important is just to question, you know, these these some of these products and services that come out before just throwing money at it. it. Yeah. Well, then leading to the other question then, if, if we're getting you reviews, is it, is it worth also if we get the opportunity, if we've got a client happy to leave us reviews on multiple platforms, should, where, where should we be sending them from there? What, what's your, your perspective on that? Yeah, we, we've got a blog post on this that I'm happy to share with all of your um, Well, I, I really want to mention your yeah. blog. So this is a good time. You just mentioned their research and, and by being curious. Yeah. Josh, every Sunday you've got a, a blog that comes out. We um, do. I get that. I don't know how I signed up 
up for it originally, but how does someone sign up to get your blog? Oh, just, just on our website, um, down the bottom of the website or on our weekly email link in the menu. Um, it's free. doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Uh, every Sunday, we've been doing it for nine years. Yes. Um, so, it's it, yeah, we, we like to... Again, we're completely unbiased. We, we like to sort of look into these things. We're curious. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we have an article that goes into detail about how, uh, some templates mm-hmm. to use when you're – we've got one for landlords, tenants, buyers, and sellers. Wonderful. And the first place we ask for a review is Google, and we've got a link there. You can go into your Google business profile and get a link that you can put on a button or a, or a hyperlink in an email and one click from that email, and they'll get – They'll get sent straight to your Google review platform. Yeah. So that's that's the first place we say thanks for your. Um, we hope, hope you've had a great experience. Uh, please click here to leave a Google review in one click. By the way, if you can't leave a Google review, here are some other platforms that people might f- uh, would find our business. Um, you know, we'd appreciate it if you can leave a review somewhere. Yes. And then we list out the other ones in in order of preference. So usually it's realestate.com, rate my agent. Uh, I think we've got Facebook in there as well. Yeah. But Google is number one, and we've got a big button with the Google logo, um, so it's it's very clear that that is where we'd love for you to leave a review for us. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to round out our conversation around round reviews as we as we bring this conversation to an end, is there any areas around reviews that we haven't discussed today that you also like to like to make sure people are are aware of either the risks of them or how you should be managing them, um, how you should be promoting them elsewhere. Anything else you'd like to add to that conversation? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's probably probably one key ingredient that so many miss. Uh, We we, we eat our own dog food when it comes to this. So we practice what we preach. Yes. Um, Replying to reviews, negative, positive, it doesn't matter. Mm. And making sure that it's a person, not the marketing team or the social team. Right. Um, So, uh, so if, yeah, if you look at our Google reviews, yes, Whenever we get one, it's me personally who responds. Right. Uh, if it's, say, a property management department, perhaps the property management team leader can put their name to that review. Yes. Um, negative reviews, let, let me let me uh, put it this way. Most businesses only res- respond to the good ones. Mm. The negative ones are the more important ones to respond to. Right. Um, and the reason for that, as I said earlier, is a reviews are a spectator sport. Mm-hmm. So if someone goes to Google and is reading through a negative review mm-hmm. and they see no response from your business, mm-hmm. that in itself is a response. Yes, Just right. to say, okay, these guys don't really care, do they? And if all they see is you responding to the good ones, it's like, okay, what's something's not right here. Yeah, right. So responding to negative reviews is really important to set that tone. If that person then comes back, and Adam, you're leaving a review and it's a negative one. I respond saying, Adam, oh, look, I'm terribly sorry you've had a, 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 an experience like this. Um, you know, we take we take this really seriously. We, I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, here's my email address. Here's our office phone number. Maybe don't put your personal mobile number in there yep. um, if you're not comfortable. But uh, your email address, the office phone number, please, please, please give me a call. I'd love to have a chat to you about this experience so we can make it right. Mm-hmm. Whether that review is incorrect or not, false, it doesn't matter. The person that then comes and reads that response, wow, that's Adam from the, the owner of the business has reached out to that person. If that, so now it's completely flipped the script. That person now thinks these guys actually care. They, they give a, you know what? Yes. 
if that person then comes back and leaves another response saying, you know, I don't want to talk to you or, you know, how dare you or something. They look like the crazy They person. look like the crazy one. Yes. Right? So it's a spectator sport. Yeah. Don't ever respond to that. If you, so there's a great book. Uh, called Hug Your Haters by Jay Bayer. Jay's a, a personal friend of mine, has worked with some amazing companies it's around the world. It's an exceptional book. Um, yeah, Hug Your Haters. And it's all about managing online reviews. Uh, a lot of research has gone into it. Yes. Um, he worked with Gartner, I believe, on the on the research. And he has a, a I believe it's called the rule of reply only once. Right. So if someone leaves a Google review and you respond, leave it. Don't, if they come back again, do not respond. So only respond once because it makes you look good. If they come back, they're the crazy one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably the the piece, the missing piece that a lot of businesses miss. Um, but the key ingredient there, if you're responding, is to make it from a person, from Adam, from Josh. Yeah. And, and putting your position there as well is, I think, really important. Yep. No, I think that's a that's a great that's a great X factor, as you say that that probably probably a lot of us miss. So, um, Josh, mate, wonderful. Thanks for taking the time, Josh, to really dig into that topic for our listeners. I, I really do appreciate that. It's my pleasure. I want to, I wanted to mention, um, a couple of things. If, if you've enjoyed this interview, um, then, and I'm, I'm sure you have, if you haven't, you're listening to the wrong podcast, but, um, if you have, there's a couple of things I wanted to shout out. So, so Josh has mentioned his website a couple of times there. That's steps.com.au S T E double P s.com.au um we've got that in common you you spell steps differently i spell smarter differently so it's it's great it's great we put out our little flair on things um so so steps.com.au check that out you can see josh's and his his team's um suite of services there if nothing else do check out his monthly blog i can hand on heart say i've been reading that blog for easily over five years and it's the um so you're the, you're the person that comes to our website on Sundays. Mate, I found it. It's, <laughs> I found uh, <laughs> it's the one I look for. Like I, I just, I do, I look forward to it. I got three of them sitting here next to me now in case they, they come up in our conversation. Oh, today. Nice but they come out Sunday morning. I do. I, I genuinely, because I think it's a, um, and it's, it's interesting to say that it's an unbiased and it's a balanced voice. There's no agenda in what you're putting out there. So I think they're very good. So definitely Thank encourage you. anyone to listen to that. You're welcome. Um, but the, the, the probably the thing I'm most excited to also share with our, our audience is um, the fact that you'll be joining us again uh, in November. Josh coming to speak with us at the convention. I can't wait. I, I, it's been a long time since I've been to a convention and I still remember, uh, yes, the, the conventions from way back in the early, late 2000s, I should say. Yes. Um, 2009, 2010. Um, so can't wait. Absolutely thrilled, and and thank you for the the chance to come and have a chat. No, with, mate, we're we're, we're excited to have you. When uh, Josh is going to be speaking to us, still in this in this uh, prop tech space, but but specifically around artificial intelligence, which I think is a topic that uh, is everyone is interested, intrigued in, and wondering how. Um, I, I think more than others, and we've had. Um, you know, we, we've spoken about the evolution, you and I, before about how things have, have changed in our industry. But AI really does seem to be the one that everyone is keen to actually be an early adopter of. I think that's that's where this one is unique. There's a lot more people keen to embrace it as opposed to saying this is just a fad. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's an exciting topic. I can't wait to to talk to your members about. It's, I guess, the the probably the fastest thing I can say as we wrap up is that it's a topic that I think we all need to be skating to where the puck is going. Not necessarily, no one really knows yet what AI is going to do uh, or how we can implement it. There's some use cases, which we'll share in our presentation, but yeah. um, 
it's it's a topic that I think we all need to be skating to where the puck is going. Absolutely. Yeah, wonderful. And so um, for those of you to confirm, our convention is November 27th, 28th and 29th at uh, at the Sofitel in Melbourne. So it's going to be a phenomenal. Josh, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my mate. pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you as always for joining us for another episode of the podcast. Uh, as always, we just like to um, mention... If you have enjoyed the episode and you haven't yet subscribed, please do subscribe. Whatever platform you've listened to this on today, you're able to subscribe there and, and get the podcast. It comes out every month, second Thursday of every month. And so we'd, uh, we'd love to have you join us more frequently. If you have been enjoying the podcast for a while, do consider giving us a rating. That helps grow our audience and bring other people into the Smarter Training organization and helps us uh, make the impact on the industry that we're hoping to make across the country. I just want to mention, as always, to our members, if you need anything over the next month, you can, of course, call us at Smarter Training or you can call the Winner Circle hotline. And the hotline is designed, as you know, to help you get those results over the line, that listing you can't quite get, that sale that you can't bring together or that price uh, reposition of price that you haven't been able to get to the number that you wanted to. The hotline can help you in all of these matters. So joining us for the next month, and I do always appreciate our hotline supporters, We've got Gary Nash from Nash & Co in Victoria, a, um, a long steward of real estate. Always good to have Gary's insight on the hotline. Lisa Gregory from Johnson Real Estate, Northern Gold Coast in Queensland. Lisa's always got a good perspective uh, from her point of view and the, the clientele that she works with. Jason Kunos, inner city Melbourne at Hudson Bond. And also Fergus Nutt, more of your Mornington Peninsula, still again down in Victoria. Fergus, much like Gary, has been a long steward of real estate and brings a wealth of knowledge to the hotline. So if you need anything and you're going to ring the hotline, you're guaranteed to get some fantastic help from uh, from any of those supporters. As always, we want to mention the seminars that are coming up for members of Smarter Training. And this month, at the end of this month, August 28th to 30, we have Winning Ways in Brisbane. So our three-day sales seminar. If you haven't seen Winning Ways greatness this year, this is your last opportunity to see it live for 2023. So if you haven't booked yet, please come along to that. That's again, Monday, August 28th through to Wednesday, August 30. And that's at Royal on the Park in Brisbane. Following that, we've got our workshop tour, which we've dubbed Mastering Your Market. And this is going to be a great tour that's going to happen in mid-September. So from Monday the 11th through to Thursday the 14th, myself, Andrew Trim and Peter Tran are going to be touring, doing that workshop tour. Trim is going to speak to us about planning and strategizing for the market that you're operating in, whether you're a leader, a salesperson, a BDM, a prospector. He's going to talk to you about tools for planning and laying out your strategy to get results in the market. Peter's going to gift us with a speech that he's titled or an address rather that he's titled 15 ways to find listings. So, and as we all know, regardless of the market, listings are the lifeblood of our business. So he's going to go through 15 ways that we can find listings. Myself, I'm going to be joined by a couple of local high performers at each at each sitting. And we're going to go through field challenges that you are facing in the field right now. So those objections you're finding in listings, those obstacles you're having to come across with your buyers, we're going to address them for the room. So please do come to that tour prepared to throw up some questions and go through some through some specific scenarios that we can go through for you and hopefully or not hopefully ensuring that you're leaving the 
workshop with strategies that are going to help you get results and implement straight away. The last thing we want to mention to you is the management seminar, which is happening up in Noosa. That's from October 9th and it's four days taking us through to Thursday the 10th of October. The management seminar this year, uh, this production of it at Noosa, this is actually our first showing of the latest evolution of the Smarter Management Seminar. So the updated version for 2023, there's a lot that has been worked on and changed and evolved. Uh, And so it's if you haven't seen the management seminar for a couple of years, or you've even seen it more recently than that, there's going to be a lot that we go through in Noosa, including showcasing of the Smarter Suite. And if you were at the leadership seminar early this year, you saw that introduction to the Smarter Suite that is being released at the end of this year, our new online platform. But the management seminar provides us that opportunity to go through that with our leadership members. So that's what's coming up over the next couple of months and there's more to follow after that. But thank you again for tuning in for the episode and we look forward to seeing you next month.